It's nice music. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> the Throwing the Pals first ever Oscar special. <sighs> oh my god, wow, oh my god, they're doing it. Hosted wow. by Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Nope. Couldn't get him. Nope. Next. Uh, uh, Billy Crystal. Nope, we didn't want him. What? Next. Chris Rock. Uh, he's still, still recovering. recovering. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Sinise. Oh. Jimmy Fallon has been executed for war crimes. We are starting this pod. Conan O'Brien is too tall to be here. <laughs> Patrick Warburton. Jay Leno's chin did not fit on the stage. <laughs> hey, uh, so I'm just hosting the Oscars here and... Uh, and those are the bits. Well, maybe it's <laughs> Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe. Why does this sound like a Steven Spielberg film? I don't know, but it's a very long song. Yeah, I don't know if we were anticipating this. Is this it? Is this the intro? Are we actually recording? <laughs> <laughs> hey pals <laughs> Afternoon all Far too long We have a shout out Should we quickly Oh sorry Go on No We, no. we need to do it now Because we'll forget Okay go <laughs> Oh a peek behind the curtain For those <gasps> listening at home This was originally going to be A deep dive into Star Wars um, Everything that's happened In the past couple of years And that's yes. coming in the future uh, we were going to get our mate Justin to come in. He was actually in The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah. His wife rudely has gone into labour. Um, oh. So he's had to cancel. Oh, isn't I mean, just thanks, computers. Nicole. No, thank you, She couldn't Nicole. hold it for one more day. Exactly, exactly. Uh, he pinched no, her nose. Well. Apparently that didn't work. It just kept happening. It doesn't seem medically appropriate. Do you know, do you know, <laughs> how, check. Do you know how childbirth works? The, the, no, the nasal... Passage. Hang on, we'll try again. Yeah. The Bible passage the bi- yeah. of when the man lays with a woman. <laughs> they bite the apple. Checks out. <laughs> Shout out to Justin and Nicole uh, who will have a bouncing baby at this point and we're very excited. Oh, don't drop it. No, no, no. Don't drop and bounce how the else, baby. How else are you meant to know if it bounces? <laughs> <laughs> That's so a, just a, a bit of a, a bit of a, bounce. A bit of a scramble at this end. We thought, well, what can we do instead? And the Oscars are on. Let's do an Oscar uh, special. That's a, Oscars. that's a good second. The ninety fifth annual Oscars. Annual. So as a 95th. heads up to our listeners, we normally are throwing the power where we take a movie, we'll talk about our divisive uh, ideas and opinions on it. Normally there'll be a, we love to argue. We do. There'll so normally just shut be the f- shut your sorry. fucking mouth. Okay. There'll normally be some Front people door. in the room who like the movie, some people who dislike it. We try to move each other's opinions gently, assuage, but also persuade. Today we're not doing that. The Oscars are coming up and I kind of uh, insisted oh, hey. <laughs> pretty heavily. I've I've been definitely the, no, we need to do this. Yeah. And like. This was not with our consent. Oh, yeah. This has been pretty. And we rate, we're going to rate <laughs> these films out of 11? Is that what we're still doing? I don't we just know if say, we need to necessarily. We're just going to talk about 11 films. I think it would. <laughs> I think there's only nine on the best picture list. We just so. there's ten. We just want to have. A I can count. Okay. <laughs> so how about you just? No, sorry, I can do. That's okay. We're gonna have One, just a look at. Two, three. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a look at the movies nominated this year at the Oscars. We're gonna do what is known as above the line categories. Ten. We're not gonna be. Thanks, Frank. We're not gonna be looking at. Uh, anything in costuming, cinematography, uh, we're just going to do the short. categories that we care about and most 
picture, director, people. the acting categories, and screenplay. Maybe we might talk a little bit about if someone's got a take on like cinematography or something. But Best those animated are, feature? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's my main nah. category, man. You, if you want to talk about that, I'd love to hear Fuck you. Fuck the Mas- hard work of the other people. Let's focus okay, on the ones that matter. This is my thing I want to get <laughs> out here. This is known as above and below the line. I agree that it's an elitist thing and it's fucked. I also think Tom, that- Tom, you are an elitist. I agree. Most of the time- the focus is on these awards, and this is a limited time space we have. So, we in fact, we probably won't even talk awards. about the actresses. The, the guy who never shuts up is worried about time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm trying my best here. That's our lead-in. This is an Oscars episode. The Oscars are soon. What do you think, pals? That's a great question, Tom. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. I really love the films this year. Mm. Mm. A lot of them are quite good. I'm Marcus. <laughs> I'm Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Tom. And, and this uh, is Throwing the Power. We're all Throwing the Power. Got it. Throwing the Power. We're all film fans. And I wanted to start with one quick thing around the table, and I'll start if you guys want to. Go for it. I don't know if fan actually describes you correctly. A film yeah. fan? Film obsessive. <laughs> <laughs> film stalker. Yes, that's it. Okay. I have film in my basement locked <laughs> up, and I'm like, I like it. It's fine. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's quickly talk about maybe just go through the best picture noms because they're going to be the, the – can I start with something? The Hunger real, Games. Just the, yeah. real quick. Before, District 10. Just before we get to that real quick, I wanted to ask you guys what the Oscars were to you when you were younger, what they are to you now. So I'll start very quickly being like I grew up, as Marcus probably did, although I don't remember watching many, if any, Oscar ceremonies with you when I was younger. I watched some with your mum. Mm. I definitely watched some with mm. Arnie Alley. And I watched some with mum and I would just kind of watch the ones like I, I watched the year that The Departed won Best Director and Best uh, uh, Picture, which was the 2007 Oscars. Which we've established is when you started caring. When I started caring. And then I watched, <laughs> I paid attention to the 2008 Oscars, which was the one with like Daniel Day-Lewis, No Country mm. for Old Men and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So like I watched it a few times in the mid-2000s. I got a book on the Oscars, like a compendium on it and was obsessed with it. A scratch and sniff. Yes. And then <laughs> by the time it got to like 2012, 2013. I, I had no friends. <laughs> I, just a worn out book. I kind of went off the Oscars and went, yes, I see it as the popularity contest. Because, and it Tom, let's go back to that. Up. You're an elitist. Yeah. Okay. And none yeah. of these films will ever be good enough for you. I don't think Can that's I tell you what, my, what the Oscars are to me? Please. Uh, they're just awards given to good films. But did you ever? They do it every year. I don't know if you know this. Did you watch the ceremonies? <laughs> ninety-five times. They've done it. Yeah, ninety-five <laughs> times. I love Billy Crystal. Best host there ever was. What? What? Did you watch some of his like hosting? City gigs? Slickers. <laughs> Great film. You've Someone got actually, what's his name? Won an Academy Award for City Slickers. Um, Billy Crystal. No, not Billy Crystal. Um, fuck me. That's gonna. Uh, it's not James. Valance. Jack. Jack Valance. Palance. Palance. Jack Palance won an Academy Palance. Award for that. My apologies. Yes. Palance. Did he do a one-armed push-up? Was that him or was that Clint Eastwood? I can't remember. Jack Palance won a fucking Oscar for City Who Slickers. can't do a one-armed push-up? Okay. Me. Let's, that's some elite Jack shit Jack Palance, right best actor in a supporting uh, role, 1992. <clears throat> yes. Clint Eastwood was just pushing the world away. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't really watch Did them as a kid, the Oscars? or No, or we else? weren't a film family growing up. Okay. I didn't get into a film. I, I went to theatre school. And then graduated at 20 and then got into film maybe okay. seven Let's years Let's unpack later. Frank's childhood. Let's oh, go. No, 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 we had seven no, days. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, as long as it took God to create the Fucking earth. Marcus, please help me. Marcus, how much did you pay attention to the Oscars? Uh, no, look, honestly, not a lot. Yeah. If I can be really honest. I know my mum watched it a lot. I Sorry, Mike hit. Uh, wasn't me for a change. Wasn't Chris this time. <laughs> 
Um, I I would watch it, but I wouldn't fo- I wouldn't really focus on it. I wouldn't sit there and watch a whole thing in one sitting. I'd kind of jump in and out of the room. I'd be like, it's very oh, long. Gone. It's a bit much, and I never really got into that. So. Uh, Tom did and I did know that you would eventually come around and end up hanging out with my mum and I was replaced um, very quickly. When was the last time you guys saw each other? Um, 19. She's doing well, man. She's doing well. <laughs> so. <laughs> God damn. Is it because he's not a registered voter in, <laughs> in Devonport? <laughs> he's not part of her constituency. He doesn't count. Um, I honestly and I knew I had the same feeling when I was a teen. I found it all to be a bit pretentious as well yes. then. And yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, no, keep going. Oh, okay. I'm I just know reacting in the room. Oh, sure. Um, and now, obviously, I feel a lot more like that. So I still don't. I would never sit down and watch the Oscars so actively. So what weight do you think they carry? Any? No, it's it's hard to know. if, Like, obviously, when people are awarded the Oscars, we, for more times than not, we go, yep, that checks out. That makes sense. They did really well in that film and so it all sort of balances. But it is a big Hollywood pat on the back and yeah. it's all very incestuous. It's a circle and It is. And it's... Isn't that your favourite kind of... No, I prefer square. S- okay. When you unfortunately sort of try to delve into the Hollywood elite and, and yeah. you know, who gets excluded from the Oscars, who's it is, invited, the politics behind it all. Sorry to interrupt, but it is nice when it like people who are unknown or like a, a small sort of film comes up and wins something. That's you go, oh, that's that's very oh, true. That's interesting. Agreed. Isn't but it? then uh, we must all agree there are politics behind that too, which I think we noticed a trend in that. The Oscars trying to make themselves relevant again. Yeah, like I don't know, and this I'm probably going to cross some wires here and, and get in trouble, so I'm just going to stop there on that. But no, I mean I know what you're saying. I think the moment that sh- I mean. There's, there's a lot to say about the changing demographics within the Oscars, but we don't going to have time. But I will just say uh, that, I yeah. Okay, keep going. Well, no, the, no, no, the, no, stop. <laughs> no, okay. Because I, I, don't, I don't want you to get yourself in trouble. Chris, what do the, the Oscars cool, mean to you? Yes, because let's point, go around the circle. Good point. Thank you. The first time I can remember sort of being exposed to them would have been uh, the year Forrest Gump was up for. 1994. 94. Or 95, when it, 95 Oscars? Yeah, or? 95 Oscars for 94 film. It beat Pulp Fiction. Mm. It was <laughs> basically it up uh, for everything. Um, Tom Hanks won. I think Sally Field won. I don't think she did, but she was nominated. Zemeckis won director and it won for screenplay and picture as well. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Sinise was nominated, was nominated didn't yes. win. Um, I and I'd, I'd seen it. I don't know how I saw it because I would have been... Eight, but I had it would have been on, um, seen it just on, win, on, on TV. Win, win TV, win TV in Tasmania. Uh, it won. Can we go through this? This is insane. It, uh. it, it won best picture, best director, best actor, nominated for best supporting, best screenplay based on so best adapted screenplay, mm. nominated for best art direction, nominated for best cinematography, won best. Editing, nominated for makeup, nom- nominated for score, nominated for sound, nominated for sound editing, and one for best visual effects. Yeah, and the visual so effects six. were because they managed to Photoshop Forrest Gump into historical yeah. footage. Yeah, but that was honestly at the time, quite good. and like when you look at it now, you're like, "This is pretty funny." But you do go, "This is crazy." Out, everything's so coming out Lieutenant Dan's legs. Lieutenant Dan's legs. Um, yeah, that's actually true. So one one six nominated for thirteen. Yeah, it was a that's big massive. It was a massive it's, movie. It's almost as big as kind of seemed like. This was a great film, therefore you get awards. That yep. was as a child that made perfect sense. That's such an excellent way of putting it because that's that's what I was going to say before Frank cut across me, which is that there is a everyone gets their time glass shattering moment. I think when you get to a certain point, which is like 
oh, I thought the Oscars went to the best movie and that was decided. No, it goes to what people voted for, which comes down to politics, which comes down to like a certain attitude or a narrative. And we're going into the Oscars this year and what we're going to talk about today is not so much this is the best film so it will win. I'm sure what we're going to end up going is like, I would love this movie to win. Probably this one's going to win instead because that's the one that's got the narrative. That's the one Could that's not got agree the drive more. and build Well, that's why they, they do like it's a whole political run of please consider this film or please consider this actor for actors. Yeah, they so. actively campaign, don't they? And they we have, have to. I only learned this very recently. If you don't yes. like nominate yourself and put yourself out there, they won't vote for you. Mm. Like you have to be like, I'm putting myself in. or Which again brings me back to pretentious. Yes. Right? Well, it's it's. If you were bit. in a film, Marcus, and you were like, I'm pretty good in this. You were like, hey, can someone put me out, like if please? Someone, yeah. I would nominate you for an Oscar if you were in a film. That I would Oscar. love you to be nominated for an Oscar. And I don't I know if I'd like you to win. And I would walk, I would go door to door and be like, <laughs> my insecurity would be, I'd be like, oh, I don't know, guys. I just maybe, I guess, if, <laughs> maybe it doesn't if you think so. Maybe just sure. Golden Globe. Yeah. <laughs> just a Golden just Globe. Just a Golden Globe. I, I, yeah. I have a lot more respect for the actor awards and the Golden Globes than I do the Oscars. That's really interesting. Mm. I love the Oscars as what they are and I definitely address them and, and now regard them as a giant circle jerk that we've already said, very pretentious, very over the top. And they treat themselves, if they're doing the right thing on the night, like they're the most important thing in the world, and I get behind that. I'm definitely the guy who's like, if the Oscars is going to exist, make it a spectacle, make it stupidly big, and make it seem like it's more important than it is. Because yeah. that's what movies are. They're us going and sitting in a dark room and watching colours and sound and pretending that this is real. And that's exactly what the Oscars should be to me. So, And to I'm- the layman's, though, you hold it up against the Golden Globes, the Screen Actors Guild mm-hmm. Awards. You do perceive it as somehow better than them. It's, well, it's the old. It's the oldest film award. It's ninety five years old at this point, and but it's, it is. It's definitely the weightiest. It's Everyone the yeah, you won standard. the Oscar. Obviously, oh, a lot more money goes into it. And well. the Golden Globes <laughs> have been a punchline for a long time now for being very easy to buy. As yeah. much as the Oscars are seen sure. as somewhat weighted, they're not seen as like corrupt the way the Golden Globes have been in the past. Um, um, all right, well, do we get into we should get categories? Into yes. Would you like to tell us the best picture noms, please, Frank? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I could tell you if you'd like. Okay, okay come on. We've got All Quiet on the Western Front. Yep. We've got Avatar, The Way of Water. Are you going alphabetical because you're doing very well so We've far? got uh, Elvis. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, yep. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yep. Uh, it's going to be tough going alphabetical from there. Um, well, the doesn't count, so... Okay, uh, Fablements. Yep, the Fablements. And then we've got uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. And? And Go. and like a one after that, Triangle of Sadness. Yep. Uh, ta, ta. Cape Blanchett. Ta, ta, ta. Thank you. Women talking and I forgot Banshee's of Inishirin. Yes. Yes. So those are our ten. So that was a waste of time because you didn't get it right. Yeah, it was close, <sighs> but you know the Oscar for memory. What, what are the picks for you guys? What did you really like? Okay, out of those, those ten films, you know my picks for winning? What would you like to win? What like? would you vote for? Avatar, Waywater. You haven't fucking you seen it, mate. <laughs> Is that a real... Okay. I'm sitting in a room with the three remaining people in Australia who have not seen Avatar The Way of Water. It's hey. insane to me you guys have not seen that. Have you seen I, it? Yes! Wow. I take pride it. in that. Don't scream I take at pride me. in that. The I, third highest grossing movie I would love to see it. I hey, just don't think take I'm Take off ready. your wool coat, you little sheep, and uh, oh my <laughs> make your own decisions. <laughs> there's, all right? no need, there's no you need for You heard it here first. <laughs> sheep wear coats. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an actual. 
rule. Yeah. They put those on before they leave their hovels in the morning. They're all wolves. How would they recognise each other? Thank you. It's very late when we're recording I, this. <laughs> I really hope, I really hope everything everywhere all at once wins for a few reasons. Okay. Okay. Um, Be ready for the answer. <laughs> get ready for this. No, I was I was watching a oh my god, this is terrible. I was watching a speech from Kiwi Kwan. No, the older guy. Oh, oh the, James Hong. James Hong. Yeah, he's in a lot of films, right? And he's he was great. he was he's basically <laughs> taking pot shots at Mickey Rooney from Breakfast at Tiffany's, where he plays the Asian guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he pulled so and like, literally James Hong pulls his eyes back, and like <laughs> Asians were never box office success; they were never any good. And they've just they're obviously on stage; they've just won an award. And he goes, "Well, look at us now!" And everyone just erupts, and there's it's just stunning That's to so see. Solid. It's just an amazing point. It's like, yeah. You are all amazing performers. You haven't got the credit that's due. And it might be not that the film isn't incredible. I what I forget what the score I gave it, but I, you know, I liked it. But you were around like a seven or an eight. Yeah. Maybe a seven. Probably not the best picture score. But I think in terms of the cultural recognition, and we speak about like career Oscars versus one time Oscars, mm-hmm. I think this is almost like a retribution Oscar. Is that weird to say? I look. I respect I it. If it's going to win for the right reasons, I never have an issue with this. I just don't want it to be another political statement or another. Well, do you like, think it's the right reasons? Do you think it's a great film? Well, it's for the same reason. I don't think Leo DiCaprio should have won for The, the Revenant. Revenant. Should have won for the Avian. because they were like, "It's your time, man. That's legacy it. actor. People there you decide go. it's your time, and that's, and that's frustrating for just like you said, a legacy it, thing, and also it frustrating for every other work. and yeah. frustrating for every other nominee that year that's that might it. have done. This peak performance that was better than that, but like I know you can't please everyone. I totally get that, but yeah. like we again, we should be looking at the films objectively mm-hmm. and judging them for whatever they whatever however they categorize it and and judge it and point score it and go. You were the best film of this year. Sure, here's why. I agree with that, and I'm I'm always happy to hold those two things separately because just briefly, last year Coda won, and we've done a Coda episode, and people know not my favorite film. I don't think it's great. Should not have. As far as it goes, if that movie winning means there's going to be more deaf representation in movies, fantastic. I'm glad that's going to happen. The film being I, made yeah. speaks volumes. But less people will see it. If it even as much as yeah, we've said there's okay. less weight behind the sure. Oscars, it's still there and there's something that will make that big. I agree with you that like if I'm looking at that ballot, I'm like, great that this movie exists, good for representation. Not my vote. But like go off, you know, do what you want to do. To me, everything, everywhere, and all at once is a fantastic opportunity, which feels very selfish on my end, but me to go probably my favourite movie of last year, if not very much in my top mm. three, and I think it's fucking great for representation. So definitely. For the record, I think I agree with Frank. I think you said you think this is going to win, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree. I would vote for it and I think it's going to win. Uh, I but think I'm this hoping it's for the right reasons. That's all I'm saying. I think it is. I But I think it's one of those movies as well where while Coda you could argue the aspect of it being like a deaf family and a child of a deaf adult maybe was if not incidental it did just kind of feel like yeah I don't know how much this is advancing things or it doesn't feel particularly deep everything everywhere all all at once specific to that movie had to be an immigrant family maybe not necessarily an Asian American family but it had to be an immigrant family that movie doesn't work for many different reasons it works and it's really really great that they've ingrained that and And I I just love the movie as well yeah I think the quality of film it's not like a token uh, nomination or if it wins a token win. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely an, like the the quality of the film, you're never going to go, oh, 
shouldn't have won though. Like it's oh. it's pretty exceptional. And in terms of the rest of the list, I feel like. I mean, what else? What else? Elvis, I, mean, Elvis, maybe. I want to hear what I want to hear. What, yeah, what did you say? Sorry, Elvis. Maybe Elvis had a pretty big narrative for a while there because of Austin Butler just racking stuff up, and people were like, "Is this weirdly going to win Best Picture?" I don't think it will, no, but no, I think no, it's no. of those ten, it's in the top it's, four or yeah, so. It, we'll it de- we'll could, definitely come back to this. It could sneak I think, in. And I think win all it. quiet on the Western Front and everything everywhere all at once are the top two. They are. 100%. Have you? Has everyone in the room seen All Quiet? Yes. Yeah. No. I have. have you oh, I shouldn't ask. Yep. Yeah, so I've seen yeah. it. What did you guys think? So I, I love the war genre for mm. as um, uh, powerful and tragic as it is. Because mm. it's not nice. It's always going to be an awful topic, right? It's, it's war, nice. yeah. right? Um, so I didn't find a lot, other than the fact that, one, this was adapted from a book. So this is not to be confused with being a remake from an already made film in, what, the 70s? No, the original was uh, 1920s and actually won Best Picture back in the Did 20s. Did yeah. Okay. And it's, so this, this is not a remake of that film. This is another adaption of the book. Yes. It's from what I've read up. Basically. Right. But it's the um, same narrative. Yeah, but yeah. The, the book, the movie they made in the 20s was like, oh, let's make them American. And other than like, the fact that we've got cool. uh, more money going into pictures and, and a new style of cinematography and, and films just look crisp and amazing and deep and... And also I think people are willing to dive into, after like Saving Private Ryan in yeah. terms of war films, to dive into the trauma that happens to. Which is, yeah, 100%. I agree. Yeah. I didn't find this film to be that groundbreaking. I found the concept of taking the side of young Germans and telling their story, which I guess is quite taboo, especially in World War One, which isn't covered a lot. Yeah. but They love doing World War Two. But it's certainly, you don't. You couldn't. Do this as a World War II film. I was just about to say. It's really no. tricky to try and do no. because Jojo Rabbit is like dances around it and has to have a child because yes. otherwise yeah. you're like going, well, is the Nazi system okay? Yeah. It's like, mm. But World War One was a good example of this entire thing is a clusterfuck. Mm. No one knows why it's happening and it's propaganda. And so but it's some, some of the effective. scenes are really tragic and I think that the ending very much so is like for no one that's seen the film, yeah. uh, the war's over. They've called it. They're like, cool, here's the time, the day. This is but when it's ending. Right here's the ceasefire. Yeah. And then their um, commander, their what, what are we calling, general, sure. goes, fuck them. We're going to go up and kill as many of them as we can right up until the very minute the ceasefire starts. Yeah. And the soldiers all had been celebrating prior to this, thinking the war's over, and like, wait, we're what? We're going mm. back. That, like we just that made out. the film for me to yeah. see that. Emphasising the pointlessness of it all is quite interesting. Yeah. And it's visually astounding. Some of the things in that movie are what I really want out of big movies every year, which is I look at them and go, I don't know how he did that. Like mm. there are certain trench warfare moments in that film where I'm like, unbelievable, unbelievable mm. that this exists. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. No, go I was just going to say, it's a war movie. The Academy does like them. There haven't been many that have really won. Best I picture? just don't think it'll beat what it's up against. I don't think so either, but there's the argument that war films are more traditionally accepted by older members of the Academy. And really when we're talking about what's going to win, we're talking about the voters and the demographic. The demographics have changed, which is evident from everything everywhere all at once, getting so many nominees but or nominations. But, hmm. yeah, I think it's the closest. I think it's if, if a couple of weeks from now All Quiet on the Western Front wins, we'll be like, yeah. That was probably the next one. And Elvis could win and we'll be like, fuck. But it's like, yeah, that was probably also the next one. I, I will be pretty shocked if anything else pulls it out. Well, I think that. it's so it's funny because um, 
everything, All Quiet on the Western Front is not nominated for many others. And it was, it, there's a lot of discourse online now saying that because it's been picking up so many awards, like the BAFTAs and other things, yeah. that it's like give it another couple of weeks to campaign, it would have picked up director. It would have yeah. picked this up. It would have picked this. It was never going to get acting nominations because they hate giving acting nominations to foreign films, but it will yeah. It will win best <laughs> international film, a hundred hands down. There's no way it's not going to win that, you know, just like – uh, uh, what was it? Another round before it, the the Danish movie, just like Parasite, winning both Best Picture and Best sure. International. If it's nominated for Best yeah. Picture, it's going to win Best International. Sure. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, is um, there anything else? No, I didn't see Tar, so I can't comment. Tar's amazing. It's not going to win. It's too bitter. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> not really. There's no world in which people are like yeah, fuck the world. <laughs> this one, it's too sure. Oh, it's it, so good. I mean, it's it's almost like a vehicle for Kate Blanchett. She is so good. Like the acting in that film and the music obviously lends itself to that, and it's yeah. awesome. Would, but it's a shitty film in the way that you walk out and you go. Ugh. I would agree that Elvis, bad. for the same reasons, is a device and a, a vehicle for for Austin Butler. Austin, Austin yeah. to, well, I'm sure we'll get into this, but very possibly take home Best Actor. Oh, you know he will. Do we? We said it six. We'll come back. We'll circle back to this. Just before we get into the actors, do we want to swing? Because it's going to be related into director. Which you've got Martin McDonough for Banshees. You got the Daniels for Everything Everywhere. You got Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. You've got uh, Ruben Ostland for Triangle of Sadness. And oh, who else do you have there? Keep forgetting Todd Field for Todd Field for Tar. I keep forgetting Tar there. Yeah. Um, and it's probably going to the Daniels. I think Everything Everywhere. Not that there's no doubt, but surely I think it's, it's so I creative. Think it's both. It's so yeah, they're winning. Yeah, and it's what I'd vote for as well. I think Steven Spielberg is really. I saw the Fablemans recently. I, I'll all right. Here's where I tuck in my little uh, humble brag. Before we we decided we were, this is not a humble. I brag. taught this Steven Spielberg. Is I taught yeah, Steven Spielberg's. Uh, he's he's a buddy, my son. He, he's a buddy of mine. Uh, I we talked about doing this podcast like ten days ago. And once we decided we were really going to do it, I decided I was going to watch every movie that's nominated for Best Picture, Director, the Actors and the Screenplays, and I've managed it bar one, and it will come up. And I'm very depressed I didn't manage to watch it, but it's not out in Melbourne yet, so we'll get to that. But I've seen all these movies. Um, what is it? It's Living. Oh, I haven't seen Living, which I'm really fucking depressed about. Well, but anyway, I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll win anything. No, it's not going to win anything. But um, wow. the Fablemans <laughs> is really good. We're glad we touched on that. Yeah, I know. yeah, good, good comment. Good comment. <laughs> the Fablemans is Spielberg's like memoir movie. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. The Oscars take Spielberg for granted a lot. He's won director twice. Do they? He's won director twice. Everyone thinks it's like, oh, he's won like twenty. Like, no, he's won I one. I must admit, what do you want for Saving, Saving Private Ryan, Ryan and Schindler's and- List? And Schindler's List won Best Picture, and that's it. That man needs another fucking Oscar. He's seventy six. Wow. Let's give him another Oscar, please. He's not going to get it. For he's this. not going to win it for this. Did you see it, Chris? All. I did. I did not a fan. Did you enjoy it? Oh no. Oh no. We're going to have to fight. I love it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'll so be you- black and bruised. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you liked it. I really, I really liked it at all. No, and, um, but you, I was. You would. I would assume you're a Spielberg fan in terms of. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you Spielberg. not be? Can well, I? No, really? Like yes. No, of course not. Like it's impossible. But can like, I? Sorry, no. Is that okay? Sorry, can I ask? Was it because it's yes, so, that's okay. It's so indulgent <laughs> or self-indulgent? Because I had to get past that. <laughs> I that is a criticism I agree with, and it managed to like sway me anyway. Can I ask a question just quickly on this? Would it have been better if it was directed by someone else about Spielberg? I, I don't no. think so, no. Absolutely not. I'm glad I asked. No, it's a good. It's a valid question, but it's stupid. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, but, you only had two responses there, Frank. Would, no, but like, would it have would it have been, would it have felt <laughs> less self indulgent? No, I don't think. Uh, yeah, but less a- accurate and uh, emotionally vibrant. I think. What did you not like about it, Chris? Well, I'm glad I. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just reached out for Frank's hand under the table and he slapped me away. <laughs> it's. It's hard to pin down. The the film essentially has two sections, one where Spiel, the Spielberg character kid is, you know, a kid of seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we jump to when he's in his high school years. And it's almost kind of a waste that the film wasn't all just in the high school years. I couldn't help having that feeling because the you know the realization of what his mum and dad is going through yes we see the potential roots of it when he's a younger kid but it doesn't mean anything to the younger kid mm. it just means something to us watching from the outside if you have it all within the teenage stuff what he's going through as a young man in high school dealing with love and loss and friends and whatever the case may be you then get something of a symmetry between the two. Um, I haven't really formulated my thoughts on it, um, but, yeah, just came away going, there's something here. Mm. This wasn't quite it. I enjoy the younger sections. I agree Mm. with you definitely that when he's a teenager, it's much stronger. The movie takes off at that point, but, yeah, that's I think it's a good take. So it didn't reach its potential is what you're saying? Yeah, Okay. Yeah. And Could do you think, is it Gabriel LaBelle who plays Sammy Fableman? When he's in his teenage years. Yeah. He's fabulous. Should he have been nominated, do you think? <laughs> That's a no. Okay. No. Probably not, but he's but very do you, good. Do you wish the film had been crafted in a way that he, he'd been given that it's position still an, where he could have? No, it's still an ensemble. You're okay. still getting. It's about the family. It's about the yeah. whole unit. Yeah. Okay. And we'll probably talk about Michelle Williams once we get into actress, but I agree. There's no way he's winning director. There's no way Ruben Oslin is for Triangle of Sadness. We can move on from that. Give me the Daniels or Martin McDonough, surely. Yeah, I think you're right. Or Todd I, Field for Tar? I think, the again, Tar is just that movie that, like, people are just going to be like, I don't understand how to vote for getting punched in the face over and over. Like, And it was, like, <laughs> rewardingly attacked by that movie. But sure. it's so... Did Avatar didn't get a nomination? It didn't. Avatar only got four nominations all up and it's probably only going to win visual effects and... If it doesn't win visual effects, like... Well, it'll win visual effects. And what else is it? Is it editing that it's nominated for? Oh, God. We're going below the line. Production design... I mean, editing. I'm just, I'm just scroll, scrolling through the whole thing. It might thing be right sound. Now. Editing's a bit open ended. That could be. Editing, a I few. think, will go to everything everywhere because once yeah. you get multiple oh, stuff, of course it will. you just go, that's it. That's yeah. got to be that. But so we're thinking Daniels lot, for everything everywhere and we're thinking best picture, everything everywhere. Yeah. Which brings us to best actor. We've got Paul, Paul Mescal for After Sun. Yep. Yep. Bill, do you want me to do it? You can yeah, do it. Yeah, no, go on. <laughs> Everyone's sick of hearing you, but keep going. Paul Mescal for After Sun, Bill Nye for Living, yep. uh, Austin Butler for Elvis, yep. uh, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, and Colin Farrell for Banshees. Okay, so I'm going to jump in here. This, uh, Chris and I went and watched The Whale together, which was actually really rewarding. It was with nice. Flick. With I, Flick. With Flick as well. I crashed a date. Let's not beat around. You were invited on the date, and we loved you that. You sat in the middle seat. <laughs> Yeah. We both did both of them. It was very nice. We were like the elephant in the room. The oh, get, get back to me. Something in the room. <laughs> oh. 
not sure what that bit was, but the anyway. whale, the whale. Oh my horrible. god, god, it was bad. So Jesus. anyway, we watched the film together. Um, that was really great to actually sit there and with a pal and watch a film. Other than The Conjuring, but Frank ruined that for everyone in the room. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I can see why The Whale didn't get Best Picture as a nom. Mm. The film itself was okay. Um, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Would I watch it again? Don't know. Probably not. Pacing's really all over the place. Mm-hmm. But sure as shit, Brendan Fraser's performance uh, in The Whale has to be considered as um, a major contender, if not the winner, for Best Actor. And I thought that walking out, I was like, no, nah, he's going to get it. We, we looked at each other and said, yeah, he's going to mm. get it. He's going to get it. And then obviously I've had more time to think about it and I'm, well, I want Chris to weigh in here, but uh, I think Austin Butler will get it. And I don't know if I'm happy about that, but I think he'll get it. Yeah. I, uh, I said to Marcus on the way out, because going in I was, yeah, Austin Butler's got this sewn up. But then watching it and coming out after the film and we're staring at each other going, well, that was a film. Um, (laughs) And I said to Marcus, Austin Butler, they're going to Leo him. They're going to not give it him for this. This this is his Gilbert Grape, for example. Yes. And then 20 years later, you know, Wolf of Wall Street or his aviator, basketball at the beach. He's the young, hot thing. He's going to be around forever. They'll give it to him down the track. God, I hope they do that. I really do. Whereas, again, to bring the politics into it, but also because well-deserved, I think Brendan Fraser may still walk away, could walk away with the Oscar. He won the Screen Actors Guild today. Well, Austin, Brendan Fraser did. Yeah. But he didn't win the Golden Globe, Mm -hmm. which was kind of inevitable. Inevitable. Wow. Austin Butler's Butler's sort of been cleaning up most... Awards. I'm yeah. embarrassed to say after several times on this pod and in my private conversations with you all saying there's no way he's going to win it, he's he, probably going to fucking win it. Austin Butler's That's probably, how I feel. And I can't believe it because I'm really <laughs> bummed out by it because I don't think he's bad in it. I just think there are better performances and I don't think it's – I'm always bummed out when an acting award goes to a shitty movie because I don't I don't like the idea of going, well, you you salvaged this film. Let's it's not like, say a shitty movie. Elvis fucking sucks. Elvis is a bad movie. It's nominated for Best Picture so it can't be there. That's yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. The, the, no, but I the highlight of The Whale was something that not actually happened in the film. It mm. was one of Marcus's reactions. He turned his head to the side to look at me so quickly, I swear he almost committed suicide, <laughs> was when the name of uh, Brendan Fraser's partner was revealed and it is Alan Grant. Oh, I didn't know you registered when I did that. <laughs> you almost died. I don't know who that is. Jumanji. Oh, oh, no, sorry. It is Jurassic Park. Park. Sorry. Three. Three. <gasps> All three. It's a <laughs> no. Um, no, 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 you're right. Sorry. Jurassic Park. And I I actually nearly broke my neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just opened just... the book and it said Alan Grant and I just went whoosh, straight to Chris. <laughs> he didn't even look at me. That's hey, we're saving that. He left me like head hanging and I'm like, oh, fuck yourself. No, he knew it. He knew <laughs> it. He knew. That's so I funny. knew he knew too. I was so, saving, it, saving it for the pod. Were you Were you thinking you, you walk out, Brendan Fraser's going to win and then a week later you kind of go, maybe not. No, because I think Austin Butler's performance is from start to finish, 
he's cr- like he's just worked that character. Like he's put so much work into that. At the at the start of the whale, I must admit, I was like, uh, there's a little part of me is like, it's just cheeky Brendan Fraser in a fat suit. That's how it felt for the first couple of minutes of the film. More cheeky. And at one point he gets tickled and he starts giggling. Do you remember the bit? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I was like, I just went, oh, God, I love him. Mm. Friend of the pod, Brendan Fraser. Um, we wish. And then it took a bit longer than I would have, uh, I'd like to admit, for me to settle into it and really believe it. Mm. There is the shot, the first time he stands up and he's next to the Asian nurse. Hong Chow. Mm. And you just see the breadth and height of height? height, height, that's the thing. Height yeah. of the man next to Suspension. a diminutive person. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, shit. I just, uh, I just saw a few um, social media snaps of like the makeup artist posting their stuff, and it like it looks to without being rude, it looks pretty grotesque. The thing yeah. is that mm. it's, it's going, confronting. I have so it's many um, thoughts on the whale, a movie I didn't like very much, but I will say that it's probably going to win best makeup. Uh, mm. And it, I don't think it's going to win Best Actor. Is that with the controversy surrounding that? Taking why I don't like it? No, 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 no. Winning Best Makeup, do you think that with the controversy surrounding Yeah, because that- I think that there's an objective take where people will be like, regardless of what I was watching it and I was like, I think a lot of this is in service of something I'm not that into. It is truly a transformation. I can't deny that what they've done, it's pretty incredible. whether it's necessary or not or whatever other ideas I could have whether about it. ethical. That I looks, yeah, I, and I hate coming at a movie and going, is it ethical, is it moral? I don't I don't think it's necessarily my but problem let's, with it. Let's, I, know, let's, I know what you mean. Quick, it, quickly, like the, sorry to interrupt, no, 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 but the makeup and hairstyling, Elvis, like Elvis nominated, Black it's Panther's not, nominated, The Whale's nominated, All Quiet on the Western Front, but also The Batman. Yeah, which is- Which could win Best Makeup because Rob Pattinson put on all that eyeliner. That's crazy. <laughs> and then like, when he takes off the mask, it's still, it's still there. there. It's quite good. Yeah. It's quite no, good. No, you know who it's for, It's right? for Colin Farrell. It's for Colin Farrell, who oh, we didn't we mention didn't earlier even, oh, when we were talking about word. Colin Farrell in a recent episode and we didn't even mention how good he is in that. But anyway, look, um, <laughs> I will just say I think later that- episode. Sorry. Uh, later episode, apologies. Um, I will just say that I think the whale, Brendan Fraser is quite good in it. Probably my the best thing about it, I think he's probably third. I think it's Austin Butler, which upsets me. Mm. I think if he doesn't win, it's Colin but- Farrell, who I think is very good in Banshees and I'm, I, I like him a lot in it. Sorry. I, sorry, no. Colin Farrell is fine in Banshees. He's way better in, in In Bruges. I agree with that. He's way I- better in... No, it's probably it. Um, were you going to say the Batman, you sick fuck? <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, I mean, he was good. Wow. He was, was good in it. He was, he was good. Oh, <laughs> what so. are you doing in my club here? I'm a penguin. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. No, yeah, it was straight out of the surprise. I said quack, quack, but that's not the right. Yeah, anyway, as if Colin Fowler is going to win over Brendan Fraser or Austin Butler. Yeah, I, I think Tom, I would agree with most of the things Colin, you say. Colin, but you're right. You're off. Yeah, you are. Colin Farrell's been winning like a decent amount of the he's, precursors. He he's, hasn't won anything recently. He's won your heart. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The right. that was my heart trying to jump out for me. Let's move out. We all think Austin Butler's going to win, Can I say even if we're mad about it. Who I would vote for, which I would not have expected, Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. He's really good in After Sun if anyone hasn't seen it. Nah, he's very really good. It's I haven't seen it, but I've seen it. Shockingly, I was watching it. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this is the one. He's really good. In Going in. Who is, sorry, I Paul Mescal? Oh, sorry. Paul Mescal. Oh, you've seen it. You, I have seen it. You watched it the other day. What would yeah. you think? Um, 
going going in, having seen the trailer, I didn't read anything about it, but just seeing the trailer, I'm like, okay, I know what this film is about. Mm. Um, given the subject matter, I was, I, I, I'd braced myself. I, I think, did too. For I, a, don't, for I, know, a lot. I know nothing about the film. If I um, Synopsis, short one. It's and I a thought, father-daughter vacation that they mm. go on when she's like eight or nine. He's like a guy in his mid-twenties and it's sort of her reckoning with the fact that maybe there's something up with her dad but it's all done very sort of subtextual. And he's the dad? He's the dad. He's the young dad. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And I thought I'm, I'm holding it pretty well together here. I think mm. I'm all right. I think I'm going to get through this. And then the final shot of the film is him shutting off the camera, turning around and walking down the corridor into that room. And I'm like, I've seen yeah. I've seen a lot of reviews oh, online. Boy. Whereas After Sun, it's like I've never cried more in a movie. Yeah, and like it doesn't it is just wrenching, and it's not a, a performance that looks down the barrel of the camera and demands your tears. It's a performance that's incredibly subtle, and you see the pain that this man's holding in him, and he really doesn't want to let his daughter see it. Yep. And his attempts to shield her from it are heartbreaking. And it got to the end and I, I was just like, oh, that's it. That's the performance. So I'd vote for Paul Mescal. He's not oh, going to well, win. Oh, shit. I need to watch is, this is it, is it too subtle for the Oscars, do you think? Like, Yeah, and it wasn't everything becoming, else. It's the only nomination. Becoming Elvis yeah. is more than. Yeah, 100%. I would, I would give that movie uh, Best Director nomination over some of the others. I would give yep. it a Best Screenplay. Uh, it's really good. But Paul Mescal from normal people. You might know from the TV show. The TV show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, sorry, yeah, yeah, I don't know much about him, but he's. I mean, even in normal people, he is exceptional. Haven't sure. seen it, so, but it's great. Oh, okay. yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, he's very. It's the whole thing. Shall right. we best actress? Best actress, yes. Yeah. Tom, please God, list off the list. If you want me list. to, we've got if because I we must. know how Tom loves to name actresses that he things. never always he always forgets. Michelle Williams uh, for the Fablemans. Wow. Kate Blanchett for Tar. Hate. Uh, Michelle Yeoh for uh, Everything Everywhere. All at once. Uh, bl- uh, Anna de Armas for Blonde, which I have thoughts about. Uh, and Andrea Riceborough for De Leslie, which I have many thoughts about. But I've not even heard of Tell Yeah, Leslie. that's we're going to have a brief chat about that. I watched the trailer and went mm, I watched two, it. two hours of a gritty reboot of My Name is Earl, except they're not enjoyable <laughs> characters. No, thank not you. Not for you. I watched it today. That's I funny. Thoughts. But I uh <laughs> Michelle Williams, oh, can Mark. I just say, has never gotten enough recognition for and as she talented will, she is. And she will not win this. And Which it, is a shame. It just keeps happening that she keeps getting nominated for yeah. very she's good performances in she, years where she has no chance. But she's always her in blonde. Her uh, Marilyn Monroe was much better That's than, true. My week with Marilyn. I haven't seen it, actually. Much better than Anna's. I mean, she's so good at Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Didn't know she was in <laughs> Have that. we not... Had yeah. no idea. Never watched it. Horrible. No, like it's so. <laughs> she's, what you mentioned? She's that? had it. Because that's a like formative role. Brokeback Mountain and uh, Manchester by the Sea. You a big Dawson's Creek off. fan? No, not at all. <laughs> li- I was literally <laughs> just scrolling through credits. Right. She's nominated for playing the mother in The Fablemans. I mm-hmm. think she's wonderful. Even though it's one of the weirdest performances I've ever seen. She's such a strange presence in that movie, mm. but it's kind of amazing. Uh, I said during our Blonde episode, Arnold Armas is not getting nominated. I just cannot imagine people watching this movie and actually committing to it. And you know what? I'm convinced that most people didn't fucking watch it and went, oh, she's playing Marilyn, nominator. Like, I just. No, 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 no. I think no. she's really good in it, but I'm just shocked that that gritty. It, did, it didn't get nominated for anything else, but she. I'm not surprised that she got nominated. I still kind of am. But then, yeah, whatever. I get shit wrong all the time. 
and then we've got our two and then we've got um andrea riseborough which we can talk about in a sec but we've got our two leads which are michelle yo for everything everywhere and kate blanchett Blanchett. guitar which are kind of the double she did a great job in the in everything everywhere she's so good in that movie but incredible is will it win no No. kate blanchett's gonna win and she yeah. should, and I, I would vote for her. <laughs> and I'm so mad because I love Michelle Yeoh, but I'd vote for Kate Blanchett. I feel She's like so good in Tar. I walked out of Tar and I went, really? And then I thought about it and like Lucy and we saw it with our friend Will when we spoke about it and I was like, you know what? It, like, because I was, I was waiting for some sort of scene and no spoilers, but there's no scene that you go, she's erupting, she's exploding. It's all just sort of scene like. Scene with the accordion. It's maybe the one eruption right near the end. But that's not it. But like, but I know it's such a small moment. It's a small but that's moment. It. She never does the. There's Oscar. no like there's no, there's no Oscar clip in that. There's movie. no exactly. Yes, it's all like that's kind of great though. It's incredible, and yeah. that's what She's the conversation sort of came to. So poised and perfect in that film. I but was so astounded. troubled. The opening yeah. scene. She's on stage. She's being interviewed by Adam a dude. Oh, Nick, yeah. The scene starts, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm going, "Oh, Kate, what, are, what the fuck are you doing?" Because I could literally see the movie script that she was reading. I'm like, what? What is this? And then it cuts to a shot of her aide in the audience and her aide is mouthing the questions. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. she's acting, acting. It's all That's <laughs> fantastic. It's all constructed. And it's like, how do you make a scene where a classical composer talks about classical music for 25 minutes arresting and I was fucking transfixed. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, keep talking about Bernstein and Mailer. The first, the first five minutes, three minutes, I was like, shut up. But the, it does, it grabs you. I can't it believe you, how man. compelling she is in that film. She's amazing. She needs to win. Is this for the same reason that Austin would also win for Elvis, again, for the consistency throughout the film? Because I don't think, I don't think there's an Oscar moment necessarily in Elvis. I think there's two that come to mind. Really? Yes. And I think the scene where he's doing crying on the well, stairs, not classical Oscar uh, Oscar moments. I think you're thinking of Pink Suit when he does his first song. Is that what no? I was thinking no? of him when he's singing in slow mo and he's screaming like "I'm evil" over and over into the mic during the riot. Oh yeah. And I also think at the end where he's going, "You're fired!" and he's yelling that at Tom Hanks after ah, firing him. Okay. Those are Oscar moments to me. Those are very much the like, "Oh, this is the like." Compared to Brendan, though, I agree. Bits, it's not the the, I in, in the whale. They're a dime a fucking dozen. Like he's constantly going yeah. for like, "I need that Oscar." In, yeah, in the whale, and but, I, I think doing a good job in that. But movie. I think and I, I would think, agree that the consistency throughout of a, of a film, I think he would get it for Elvis for that. And from what you're telling me, Cape Blanchett in Tar. The same thing. She doesn't need to have that explosive moment. It's I about think. consistency. It's the work it's that about put into the character. Yes, it's the character is all about control. Yes, and so it's absolutely oh, she's just so because yeah, Frank's right. You're waiting for something, but it's just stretch. Control is a good way to describe that. Stretch. Actually, control is very important, and control is very difficult for an actor. Tell me about that. Well, yeah, Marcus, go on. Oh, go, oh well. No, sorry. That was, that Frank was, needs some lessons, boys. <laughs> I do. They call me the overactor. I don't know if you've um, seen me. No, well, we can all agree that stillness is so powerful. Stillness is very much a device and a tool and it's very hard to do stillness well. Without being dull. Without being dull. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, and that that in turn is control. So being aware of... of um, your body, your movement, your vocalization, everything like that. It's like she's a master of her craft. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett, I mean, of course. So yeah, of course she'll get it. 
I thought I, Michelle was great in everything, everywhere at all. I once, love her in that movie, and she's so wonderful, and it, she's doing a lot. Yeah, like it's a different kind of like erratic, but absolutely. Still but I think she'll thing. lose out, and only because of what she's up against. Yes, I think any other year Michelle could win it. Yep. I think unfortunately, yeah. Kate Blanchett. If Kate wasn't with. there, Michelle, Kate Blanchett's come with a performance in Tar that easily fifty years from now, people are going to be like, "You need to go watch that movie." Case and that's study, a, and that's a, that's a case study. Hmm. That's incredible acting. All right, best supporting actor. Can I say on. something about Andrea Riseborough very quick? Because of course, please. I sent to you guys when we were talking about doing this like, hey, here's an article about Andrea Riseborough who came out of fucking nowhere because she was in a movie that grossed like $27,000 at the box office. No one saw this fucking movie. Woof. Tell you who did see it. Edward Norton, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jennifer Aniston, and they tweeted about it. And they had viewing parties with their friends about it. And because of like some like of the upper crust within the acting communities, because the way the Oscars work is the actors vote for the nominations. Everyone votes once there's nominees, but the actors are the one who nominate people. And the entire acting community within the acting branch basically decided our friend here did a movie that we think you should see and they nominated. And now look, and my thing is like I don't think it's bad for there to be some sort of like off the beaten track movie that gets nominated and pulled up, but people have been treating it over the last few weeks like this is a grassroots campaign. It came out of nowhere. No one could have seen this coming. And it's like, no, if you fucking got Jennifer Aniston's number or Gwyneth Paltrow's number, that's not a grassroots campaign. That's calling your popular friend and telling her you want to come to the formal. Why aren't you invited? Or like, you know, it's it's really, it's a very strange nomination that came out of nowhere. It was investigated. And it was thought that the Academy was actually going to strip her of the nomination because they thought they broke Academy rules fully because this was people being like putting such a, which is silly on some level as well, but I just wanted to bring it up as a, it's a very, very strange use of campaigning for an actor. It's never really happened on this level before. It's all spending money and dinners and all this sort of stuff, which itself is a power play. It's weird that the, the friend, not friends or people who know her have just spent the money on her behalf. They sort of did thing. it like- and they watched it and went, this is a good example of the craft that no one's talking about. Kate yeah. Blanchett has brought it up in some of her acceptance speeches, has been like, I watched that performance and thought it was great. And look, I watched it today. It's fine. I mean, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. She's she's playing an alcoholic and she's screaming a lot. And like some of it's very nice and good, and a lot of it's just like, yeah, this is the this is a movie that's meant to win you an Oscar if enough people see it. She um like her year. Let's like so she said to Leslie, but also Amsterdam. I didn't see Amsterdam. No, neither did I because apparently it was insane. But it was also in Matilda the Musical. Like that's a pretty varied year. Plus. A couple of the credits, but like Andrea Rosper is a, a, a bit of a, a workman. She shows up in things. She's very good. She's in the I Death mean, of Stalin, which is one of my favorite movies. She's very funny. A lot of a lot of. She credits. does a lot of stuff, but she's never really been recognized. And if this gets her that recognition, there's some Viola Davis was in the Woman King last year, and everyone just assumed that's going to get nominated, and it didn't. And mm. there are a couple of other things. So there's a lot of controversy surrounding it. But I just want to shout out that this is a weird year for that nomination but it's also an interesting year because 16 out of the 20 nominees have never been nominated before which hasn't happened in like 70 years or something these are 16 new acting nominees so it's cool it's interesting best supporting best supporting actor now tom do you know these ones key kwan for everything everywhere yep uh brian tyree henry for causeway who yeah he's also in bullet train who was in bullet train and he's very good in course and now he's nominated for an oscar uh judd hirsch in the fablemans yep 
Ooh, this might start to get me. Uh, Barry Kagan in uh, Banshees of Insurance and Brendan Gleeson in the Banshees also of Insurance. Yeah, I don't know how to say Barry's name. I think it's Barry Keegan, but it might be like Kaywin because he's Irish. Do you think? Do you think Key will get it for everything? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's no Oscar. I would bet five thousand dollars on. Apart from he's that's gonna, funny, he's going to win. You don't have to. Let's thousand. be honest. If Brent doesn't grand? walk away with Best Actor for his, this is the next best. Feel good moment for the Oscars to go. It's going to be the greatest. Yes. There's and going to well be such a standing too. ovation. Everyone's on board. And he's amazing. And he'll come movie. out as it's the wonderful. sweetest man alive with his beautiful voice. Yeah. Oh, he's going to cry. It'll be. So I'm going to cry. Oh, of no, course we are. <laughs> and, it's, and it's the one I would nominate. It's the one I would vote for. Yeah. I, I don't have a lot to say about. What did you think of uh, Judd Hirsch and the Fablemans, the the grandpa or the the uncle? I don't know. I it, didn't connect. It's quite a scene. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, as I said before, I haven't prepared my thoughts correctly on that on that film. To, <laughs> to be fair, you've literally swung the mic around at him and gone. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just curious. Just just because Chris said I love so in that scene, Judd Hirsch shows up for like literally ten minutes. He's it's the most supporting actor nominee out of all those. He's barely in the movie. And is, he, is that the most supporting? As in, no, that's what I mean. The most definitive. Yeah, the least. <laughs> the least. <laughs> the least I meant supporting the, I meant support. The, I meant the opposite. If um, I want he, support, I want him to be there a while. It's a bit you like Anthony, I mean? Anthony Hopkins <laughs> in Silence of the Lambs. That's it, yes. but wins best actor. Um, yeah. Judd Hirsch shows up and he's talking to this boy who wants to be a filmmaker. And he's like, so what do you want to do with your life? And he's like, uh, I think I want to make. I think I want to make movies, but like, I was in the circus. What? You were in the circus? Yeah, I put my head in a lion's mouth. <laughs> wow. And you think that's art? No. Putting your head in a lion's mouth is just the start. Getting it not to bite your head off, that's art. Ah! <laughs> I'm crazy. And then, and and then, then he, he made leaves, Jaws. And then he made Jaws. And then he hey. leaves the movie and you're just like, well, that was a fucking hurricane. <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. That Why is not- he nominated? It's I, I, I loved it. I thought it was an amazing scene. And I was just kind of like, yeah, if you're going to. So it's literally one scene. It was kind of like Bradley Cooper and Licorice Pizza, if you guys saw that last year. He didn't get nominated for supporting actor, but he was, fuck. He was in it for about nine minutes and everyone was like, maybe that gets best supporting actor. So, oh, but all God, these- isn't he hungry too? He's hungry. Talking He's about Bradley hungry. Cooper. Probably He'll is. get one scene. But really? all these other ones are properly in the movie. Key Quan, obviously Barry and Brendan Gleeson are, are both in. In uh, I would Banshees. say Barry over Brendan. I think Barry's very funny in Banshees. He's he's I almost he almost tipped into obnoxiousness with me. And as the movie went on, I was like, Nah, he's pretty. I think funny. Barry's one to watch as well. I think he's going to have a he's, great career oh, ahead of him. He's of course he will. The Joker in uh, the, Bat- <laughs> the Batman. Such a shame. Such, such a shame. They cut yeah. that scene. You saw the scene. Don't think so. No, that's a All deleted right. scene. Kiki Kwan's going to win that one. Let's best supporting actress. We've got Angela. Do you want to do it? Sure. Angela Bassett's Black Panther. Yes. Um, I want to talk about Black Panther too. Let's circle back to that. Kerry Condon for the Banshees. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you're mouth. You're mouthing them to me, but I do oh, want to try. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis and yes. Stephanie Shu, both yes. from Everything Everywhere. How did you know that? I know, right? Uh, no, I genuinely can't remember the last one. You got to tell me. Hong Chao. Hong Chao from yep. The Whale. You've spoken about it like 16 and times. And I, I she was good in The Whale, right? Yeah. She's a, <laughs> right? The script, <laughs> I'm let, the, the script let her down a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the scene was- shame. I yeah. found some of that movie like horrifying's a strong word, but like astounding, I'll say. I was just like, 
whoa. Like I'm in in mostly a pretty off-putting way where I was like, God, I can't believe this movie exists. And then once it left his apartment and she's sitting out the front with the mm. guy, I was like, boring. Like Literally. let's go back inside. Literally. Like, I don't care how weird it is in there. This sucks. Sorry to talk like, about the whale again, but the two least favourite scenes in that whole film that that scene. That scene fucking her sucks. Her out front and when uh, the daughter and the missionary sit back to back on the door and talk I and monologue. Can't wait, can't wait to see it. I hate everything about Sadie Sink in that movie. She's a very talented young actress who needs to do better. Her character in that film is unbearable. I can't believe it exists. It's, it's pretty linear, pretty uh, two-dimensional. Christ. But anyway, moving on from yeah. The Whale. Um, yeah, sorry. What do we think for Best Supporting Actress? I hope it's Angela Bassett. It probably will be. Yeah, interesting. You've seen, you've seen the new Black Panther, I assume, Chris? I have. It's not a good movie. Not a great movie. I'm glad we're talking and about it. And I don't think it's I don't think it's that great of a performance. It's a that, like Angela Bassett has done better. My it's, my sister and I watched it this past weekend and during the scene where she's firing the head of the uh like military, you know. Mm-hmm. We're both like it's like the director was holding an Oscar up and was like come get it during that scene. <laughs> However, <laughs> I was like, it's pretty commanding performance. Don't give the carrot. Yeah, she, that's it. Thought, she goes and gets it. She goes and gets it, and I was like, Whew, after she was finished talking, like I was, I was invested in what she was doing, but it did kind of go to me. I'm like, she will win because it's a legacy award, like Marcus said earlier. Okay, she yeah. will win because it's Angela Bassett, and she should have an Oscar, and she doesn't have one yet. Jamie Lee doesn't have one. Oh, Jamie don't... Lee doesn't, and I no. love that she's nominated. I don't think the same narrative is there, but I agree with you that it's, Jamie yeah. Lee should have an Oscar. I well, would, it seems the internet is. Gunning for Stephanie Shu. I as in would, it, they want her to. Win. I will melt if she wins. She's my you know you like it. Good word. That's my favorite performance <laughs> of last year. Okay. If she wins, I will be so happy. I, so happy. I don't I think Bassett's her. performance was as I was. I was already defeated by this film. Mm-hmm. We're kind of forever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> for context, um, it's a victim to the Marvel machine that it is, and the whole yeah. film just lost me from the get go. Yeah. And so I didn't care when I saw her performance. I got to that moment. I was like, cool, good one. But to me, it's not an outstanding performance. It's not something that deserves an Oscar necessarily. I think she's outstanding in that film because the film is- Absolutely. Lays low. Absolutely. If that's but that's weird movie. Is that a good way to no, 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 measure that? No, that's not- You, you, oh, you were you so right. good. You, I mean, In comparison. In comparison to how <laughs> yeah. shit the film was. Yeah. Whereas I can't, I can't. Um, but also, I don't think Stephanie Shu. I don't think the Jamie Lee Curtis, Stephanie Shu, have that much to do. In everything I don't think Jamie Lee will. No. Jamie Lee is has a very small amount of screen time when you add it up, and I think yes. she's great in it. Whereas oh, I think Stephanie yeah. Shu is secretly the heart of that movie. Like I think without her, I don't think that's a secret. I think that's the whole point. I so just, I just want Jamie point. Lee's walking up to the stage and on the big screen behind her. It's the sausage fingers. <laughs> it's like, yes, the Oscars are back. I, I think Stephanie Shu. I would love Stephanie Shu to win. I think she might. I think it'd be Angela Bassett. But um, let's, would, let's yeah. do screenplay and then, we, and then we've got to wrap it up. Okay, so nominations are Banshee's Vinisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fableman's Tar and Triangle of Sadness. I was going to say all that for original. Well, I just feel like no, you've no, said no. enough. I know, no, I fucked it up so for the other ones. That's for original screenplay, correct? Correct. All right. Um, everything everywhere. I would vote for it and I think it's going to win. It might just well do. Yeah, I think so too. I think that Banshees... Gonna is screenplay, take- I feel like Tar and Banshees are very close contenders for screenplay. The the Academy Award 
really, or the Academy really wants to give McDonough. Wait, did he win for three billboards? I think he did. Yeah. I'm almost positive oh. he did. And I think they like doing that. I think they like going, we get it, you're a playwright, there's something noble there. Please take this so we know. You know how fucking. Like, <laughs> take it now, go away. Now go away. <laughs> so I saw Banshees a couple of months ago. You didn't and, love it. And hadn't seen In Bruges. Mm-hmm. I then watch In Bruges and I then think back to Banshees and I go, oh, this Banshees is just skating off people's romance about In Bruges. Mm-hmm. These two characters back again. Oh, not characters, but these two these actors, actors and their. And their Chemistry, chemistry together. Mm. I I hated Banshees. Hate yeah. it. Hate it. Okay. Chris and I both we walk, we saw that together. Uh, similar to you on the wheel, and uh, we walked out and we're like, <laughs> I was like, well, good writing, and Chris was like, yeah, <laughs> that's not a and good th- response. And that was kind of that was kind of our whole conversation. We're like, yeah, okay. It's your initial yeah, response. My, there's nothing to was, save for for the pod. It's like it's, yeah, there, there was no there. Were, I felt like there was not a lot of talking afterwards because. I just feel like it just didn't resonate and you don't really care for their little discourse. Mm. And like in, in comparison to in Bruges, for example, the 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 buddy cop or the relationship between them is so much more formed in Bruges versus Banshees. Given who I am and how much I love Martin McDonough, the most controversial thing I can say from my perspective is I didn't love Banshees. And I want <gasps> I still really enjoyed it but I wanted that movie to blow my mind. And I came out and was like, I liked it, but i got to watch it again. So at the moment that movie's not sitting as high for me as I would like it to. But I think it's probably the next bet to win screenplay if Everything Everywhere doesn't. They would like to give it to me. Everything Everywhere is going to walk away with a lot. Yes. I think we've established this pretty clearly. It'll walk away with everything. (laughs) (laughs) All at once. (laughs) And then we're, uh, we're at Adapted and I think we're... Oh, are we... We're getting played out. No, we've got like three minutes of this track. Okay. I'm just laying down a bed, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do your acceptance speech. Uh, uh, thank you so much to uh, Living, uh, also All Quiet on the Western Front. I want to give a shout out to uh, The Glass Onion, Knives Out. Yeah. Uh, I really also think Women Talking deserves a little bit of my time. Of and your then, respect. And of course, oh. finally, Top Gun Maverick, the Bradley best, Bradshaw. Uh, best best adaptation. I mean, we know what's going to win. It's going to be Top Gun Maverick. It's going to win. I think, best we, I think Women Talking has probably got the ball there, but also All Quiet's. All Quiet might get it. I really hope. I really hope Glass Onion wins this one. Why are we God. just fucking... <laughs> just just, throw it just so I have something to lord over you guys. And the winner is Elf! <laughs> that was nominated <laughs> for some reason. Um, I think uh, Women Talking is one of the only big movies we haven't talked about. I want to say very quickly, it's a really lovely film about a very harrowing and awful subject, but it was very well directed. About women talking? Yeah, it was yeah. devastating. You hate I that. couldn't deal with that shit. Uh, <laughs> but it was very well made. Uh, but I think that's basically it. Babylon's going to win best score. It's the greatest movie of last year. We'll go see Babylon. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, withering sigh. <laughs> Jeez, I enjoyed that more than I thought I would. That was, was fun. It was actually a great time. I had a good time Tom's too. cracking a drink because our work here is done. Oh, yeah. Nice, refreshing Sprite. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't wait to see what the Oscars actually bring because... I've, we're probably wrong about everything. Happiness to rich, famous celebrities. Finally. Oh, I wish them all the best. They've earned it. Maybe, maybe we'll get that one day. I love you guys. Not you. Through in the pal. Throw in the pal has been a happy hour Productions production. And um, Marcus was very mean to me just now, but 
Yeah, I mean, I could have been talking to Thomas. Frank was say. very nice to me just now. And Chris was very nice to... No one. What? Ever? No. Who? I give me a two. Oh, two and a half. Through the past.